0: Your number one source for election coverage and analysis.
1: This is Gerard at Large.
0: It is 23 minutes after the hour here on the Gerard at Large radio show. We continue now with Ward 9 incumbent alderman Barbara Shaw and her challenger, former fire chief Jim Burkish, currently the fire chief in the town of Hooksit. This uh, segment, this debate brought to us by Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsas, He says the city's undergoing a renaissance, and he's crafted a blueprint to harness that energy on taxes and spending. Our next topic. The mayor says the city has a tax cap for a reason, and he supports it. He says it's a check on out-of-control aldermanic spending and the voice of the taxpayers at City Hall. Uh, He will never hesitate to use his mayoral veto to protect the taxpayers, and he pledges to veto any budget that exceeds the cap. Learn more about his 12-point plan for Manchester at slash All right. You both brought up the tax cap, you both brought up spending. Um and it's a particularly interesting issue I I, I see uh from this, my experience with Ward 9 is they're not exactly spendthrifts down there.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot
0: of smaller single family homes, working class neighborhood, they want to get uh value for their dollar spent and you can see their voting patterns. Uh, particularly in city elections where they tend to vote for the one that they believe is least likely to spend them out of their houses. Barbara, in the last two years, you've uh, voted to override the tax cap. Jim, you've said that uh, you uh, respect the tax cap, but you would vote to override it for public safety um, and to maintain services. So if I am someone who's concerned about my taxes in Ward nine, which one of you should I vote for and why? Feel free to jump on in. Well, Jim, we'll start with you. We started with Barbara first. We'll start with you now.
2: Okay. Well, like I said, I've been going around the ward talking to people for the past, oh, since July. I've been talking about it. And they want, when they, when we do have the discussion about taxes, they all say, well, we want quality schools. We want uh, quality Public safety. We want, uh, we want our roads plows. We want our trash picked up. We want our fire stations, our police officers. And I said, well, you know that that's good, but. With the tax cap situation i says we're we're in a fiscal bind we're in a real we're real issue with this um, over the past four years which I've studied the the municipal side of the budget and the and all of the budget increases have gone to two things in the municipal side for four years it's either gone for health care costs or for um, state downshifting costs from the state. The municipal side of the budget has been flat funded for those for those Four years when I when I took over as chief eight years ago, I had a bigger budget eight years ago than uh, Chief Goonan has today. There are thirty one less firefighters than there were um, eight ten years ago, Um, and it's it's always it's all across the city departments. When you when you talk to department heads um, and you ask them where they could cut, um, there isn't anything left. There really really isn't anything left. Um, so that, with the um, raises that have been recently passed, um, the lack of a severance account that uh, Alderman Jim Roy um, advocated for so many years, um, there's no way that I can see there's not going to be a reduction in services. Well, let me, let me a- ask you
0: this, though, Jim, because it, it, you seem to present it as a, as a binary choice. Either we um, raise taxes to increase spending to maintain services or we honor the tax cap and we don't. But you just mentioned the pay raise um should the alderman really look at the at the at the people of the city and argue we need more money when the pay raise for the police department for example will um will over the life of that pay raise the numbers on that to it's going to force spending in the overall police department budget up by 25 percent. if the firemen had gotten the contract it would have been an even bigger percentage of the overall spending should the taxpayers be told that we need to spend more money when the aldermen are handing out extraordinarily lucrative contracts to police fire and and teachers I mean I'm on the school board people praised the 3 million dollars in savings that uh, we got in the health insurance in that contract but they ignore the 8 million dollars worth of increases in uh, salaries, taxes,
2: and retirement costs that came with that contract. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like I said, Rich, we have to come up with a balance. We have to come up, find the balance, and we've got to work hard to bring in other revenue sources. Um, if we look at, if you take a look at the fact-finding report that was done by an independent person on the, about the firefighters' contract, um, they're in the middle of the road in, in pay and, and benefits going down, and I think that's true of all of all the city city departments i don't think we're i don't think we're high paid people um but also i don't think we're the lowest paid so again we need to continue to work to um develop our tax base um, and find other ways to maintain the services well let let me ask you this you you were the fire chief you mentioned that
0: uh, there are 31 fewer guys on the fort, on the in the department now than there were when you started as chief, a position I endorsed you for back when I was a columnist. If you no. remember, um, would you, as the fire chief, rather have those 31 guys back, or would you rather have the people left behind making you know so much more money that you can't afford to have any of those guys back? What would what is better for the citizens of Manchester? Is it to have a department you think is at full complement? Or is it to have people making the money that they're making, which prevents you from getting to full complement if you honor the tax cap?
2: Yeah, that's a good that's a good question, Rich. That's a real good question on how you how you look for efficiencies in the fire department. And we did we we came up with a model of um, called cross staffing, where we where if you take a fire station like on Webster Street, there's two. Um, we had two pieces of equipment in there, and we were able to only man one. It happens on Amory Street Firehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, fire, the four firefighters that are assigned there um, will hop onto the aerial truck or they hop onto the pumper truck. They can't operate both vehicles. So we did come up with efficiencies to, to deal with and work within the budget they were, we were given. But we cannot continue to just not negotiate and not – realize and and just ignore the problems of the contracts it's not only the fire contract the only real contract that's settled is on the municipal side is is police it's coming up in the next year yeah and and so that's the only contract that's that's settled and there's talk of of retroactivity going backwards um so you know just to not deal with these contracts is is
1: not realistic
0: all right barbara let's okay let's bring you into this Uh, all right
1: uh, I'll I will be as quick li- as I'll possible. Take as much time as you want. Well, okay. Uh, first of all, um, I agree that uh, we need to find a balance. That's my thing. There needs to be a balance among employees. Uh, the uh, I forgot the three. I'll get back to it. Anyway, we need to find a good balance yeah. between the taxes, the employees, and the and the taxpayers. You know, we just need to find that balance. It's extremely important. I also think that, or or I agree that there there are issues. But one thing is, we're not going to get rid of our fire station in Ward Nine. I'll I'll hang on to that as long as you know I will fight for that because that that's something that's extremely important that it stay and that's one of the things that many people have come up to me and said you know our insurance rates are going to go up if and our if and and the the response time is not going to be good for around here we have a lot of elderly we have the Ramsey center you know blah 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 a lot of that so that's my I'm not getting rid of that that I will fight for that I also want to uh, mention the 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 three overrides. I the first time that I overrode the tax cap, the entire board and the mayor overrode the tax cap. That was an emergency situation, and it was unanimous. I I think maybe Joe Kelly might have uh, not voted for it, but I think it, it everybody else did. The second two times, <clears throat> and you and I disagree on this. We we overrode the revenue side of the tax cap and it did not raise taxes it did the first time but it wasn't from that action it was because of the uh reevaluation of homes that that uh went raised the market values of the homes and so uh but actually in in actuality it still went down 37 cents well, or something I'm, like that
0: i'm going to jump in on you there because you're talking there's a difference between amount of taxes raised and tax rate there is not necessarily a correlation so if you if you overrode the tax cap to claim that um additional revenue as you call it that came from the revaluation um and you spent i think that year another two and a half million dollars in taxes isn't it basic math that tells you that the taxpayer is paying two and a half million dollars more in property taxes caused their rate to be higher by that much more uh, than it would have been had you not overridden the tax the, no, the tax cap. No, I disagree
1: with you. Uh, and and you and I have discussed this before. And that is not, that's one slanted way to look at it. Well, no, I mean, that's not it, my what I believe.
0: It, it is a fact that if you hadn't overridden the cap, the two and a half million dollars. But the rate
1: itself did not change. It went down. But, right.
0: But people still. So it went down. True or false. More property taxes were collected. When you overrode the cap. You you collected two and a half million dollars more in property taxes. Yes. Then they spent it. Right. So even if the rate went down, <clears> you <throat> still had that additional property taxes. Listen, I'm not gonna. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not gonna. No, we're consider- not gonna
1: have a, a a discussion on that. But right, I but, just. But
0: that's what I'm saying because all the, to say that the rate went down as somehow to say that taxes went down is not right but- because the amount of money c- collected in taxes went up even at a lower All right, rate. You,
1: I'll look at it that way. I understand what you're saying, but that isn't exactly how it went. But I understand what you're saying, and yes, I suppose, uh, if you want to look at it that way. But um, the other thing, I think it's important when where we're looking for that balance that we have a lot of input from the unions that involve that are involved with teachers, fire department, ask me, all of them, there's so much national influence in the unions now that they they they're not New Hampshire friendly, they're not manchester friendly they they look nationally, and I think it's important i I was a union person my whole life, so I understand I understand how that works, but you've got to look at where you are here. If you were in the private sector, when the economy is is just stable or uh, not really what you'd call strong, private sector doesn't raise uh, salaries. They wait because they respect the fact that the economy is not that great for the residents. Well, and that then they
0: understand that they have to take in more money than they spend <clears throat> or they go out of business.
1: Yeah, so – but it's important that we all work together to, and when – if the economy begins to go up and things are much better and, you know, okay, then we can raise uh, the – the uh, um, we can raise the taxes. Uh, not, we can raise the salaries for that. Right. Well, let me, let me well, ask – you want to jump go in?
2: Ahead. Go ahead. Well, first of all, there is um, – Fire Station Nine, that was never, never discussed. I never discussed closing Fire Station Nine. That was that was uh, management decision. That was so. I just want to, I want to. No, I wasn't saying
1: that against you. I was just saying that uh, that Ward Nine Station is important for for the residents of this ward, and we need to hopefully keep it. That discussion was going on for years. Uh, before They
0: were talking about closings uh, in right. nine when I was working for Mayor Wazorek 25 yeah. years right.
1: ago. Right. And you so know. that's that. I, I did not mean that against yep. uh, uh, Jim. I, I
2: think, Rich, that y- you've got a good point. We have to be honest when we discuss that tax cap. And that's, you know, by saying we just do it to raise the revenue. They did it. It still it still went over the tax cap. So when people ask when people ask me about that, I said I'd rather answer this question honestly and say, yeah, to go over like Barbara did for the revenue, uh that that's something I would do to bring it into the bring it into there. Because we are in such a fiscal problem right Mm -hmm. now going forward. Um you know, we should have settled these contracts last year. Now we have all these groups that want retroactivity back to July 1st of last year. Um, the firefighters were ready to come in and settle in uh, this year or uh, early on this year until the police the police uh, contract got, got done. Um, there was a change that we lost the city negotiator. Now they went to a, uh, a private, uh, they've contracted out another negotiator to get this done. It, it, the time that's going by uh, for, to get these employment contracts done for me is too much as I am the kind of person, Rich, that takes on a problem and and, and solves a problem or works nonstop to solve the problem because that's what I've seen and, and it's not – I've seen on the board level where they haven't addressed – these employment contracts and that's the elephant in the room nobody right. wants to is talk it, about it before it they, election well is it that
0: they haven't addressed it or that they're not willing to uh concede the terms that the unions want and the, you know the firemen it's not that they don't have a contract because while they've been negotiating a, a bigger deal there's been at least one and i think two annual extensions of their current terms so they're still getting their pay raises they're still getting their steps they're still getting their colas nothing's really changed for them it's well, not no, like they, they weren't they,
2: getting they weren't getting a cola they, they, uh, uh, no it was a one percent cola in the last year. yes you're right month. that was but that was had expired at last at last time mm, i think they renewed it last year but anyway right so you know it, again, it's
0: easy to settle just give them what they want
2: but you got to negotiate you have to negotiate right. you have to continue to negotiate in that in the parameters that set by the board they're so, not set by one or, or anything because so i've been in the room with, was mm. was
0: the fire union wrong to pull the deal it negotiated off the table after what happened with the police department, where they circumvented the
2: negotiations and went directly to the board. And but the firefighters have withdrawn um, an uh, extra holiday. They they've backed off from a lot of things. And the fact finder report has you know has said that they don't need the extra holiday. And the only thing was uh, they were looking in support of that of three and three and the um, hazardous duty pay that is what the right. what it's down to now but I, I guess whatever it is it's it's not only the fire contracts it's ASME, me it's all the rest of the groups that it's the elephant in the room nobody wants to talk about it before election because of what it's going to cost and the severance issue also so where is this ever going to play out i look down the road rich and i say where is this going to come out in two years where are we going to be in two years with mm-hmm. this stuff
0: well, and and I disagree. And but you're saying it's not settled. I mean, Barbara, you voted for the the teachers contract, you voted for the police contract, you voted against the fireman's contract or the fact-finding report. Uh, do you agree that the board is not working to settle these contracts or um uh, do you th- what what's your com- what you know what's your response to this?
1: First of all, I don't have any confidence in the in the um the the uh, Negotiator that we had before, and um, I found that there were more problems with him than there than there were good. And I think that a lot of that had to do with with that segment. Um, I voted for the teachers' contract because we were supposed to save uh, four million dollars uh, to the city. That four million dollars was coming to the city, and then the state just you know, did all that downshifting in the retirement, and they took $1.4 million away for the disparity aid and all that, and that $4 million never materialized. Well,
0: the, the $4 million savings was talked about, but they, as some of us... Try it to would have happened. The time, there was $8.5 million worth of costs against that projected $4 million in savings. So the net cost to the taxpayer was always going to go up. The, I, I don't mean to argue with you, but that's just a fact.
1: Well, my, my fact is we were going to save $4 million. And that's the, what I based my decision on.
0: All right, we're going to and, take a quick break for traffic, weather, and sports at Quickwin. Josh will resume this conversation when we come back with Ward 9 alderman Barbara Shaw and uh, former fire chief Jim Burkish candidates for alderman in Ward 9 two weeks from today.
2: Wow.